1: Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value.
0: Hello, and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hell cast? And it is from Amy who asks, okay, mom, how do you handle all the FOMO? Fear of missing out for anyone who doesn't speak internet. Avoid social media. Any advice? This is mainly pertaining to things my kids might be missing out on, experiences, activities, etc. As usual on our Facebook group, this question had a ton of great responses. So I'm going to share some of them and then offer some of myself. A couple that stood out to me. Samantha suggested that it is actually our job to avoid, and I had not heard this expression before concierge parenting, that it is not actually our role to make every day for our children a magical wonderland of bliss and happiness, and that missing out on some things is probably okay for our kids. And I like that idea of reframing a little bit from like, I am looking at all of the things my kids aren't getting to, oh, I am looking at this and reframing the idea that I am not the concierge of my children's life and existence, and therefore this stuff lives a little bit outside of our experience. It can be difficult, it can be hard, but I think it's smart to do. Joy said, and I love this one, embrace Jomo. The joy of missing out, perfect for introverts. Listen, we live in a world of social media where it can often seem like every single person is in their perfect kitchen with their pot filler and their hideaway pantry appliances that make every part of their life sing. And it is very natural to feel like, oh my gosh, look at them. They're on the holiday train. They're at Pumpkin Town. They have those adorable handmade costumes for Halloween. And here we are just being losers. But I like this idea of Jomo. There's also a joy when you look at them and you think, wow, that all looks pretty exhausting and hard to clean. I'm kind of glad to be sitting here in my own stuff. Anna also had some very simple advice here, which was unfollow people. I think that this is probably where it starts. We often say, right, that like garbage doesn't start at the garbage can. Garbage starts at the front door. So try not to bring in as much stuff, you know, that is eventually going to become garbage. It becomes garbage the moment it crosses your threshold. And I think that it becomes... FOMO-inducing problematic when you hit the follow button on certain people. And it is a good idea and it can be a good perspective to start at the place of like, who are the people I'm following? And are there two or three people I may be able to block because they trigger in me this feeling? And you don't have to unfriend. You don't have to be unfriendly. You could just hit the like, hide, see less from this person. And I think that can really help. Sarah also had a funny comment. This reminds me of a time when my middle school age kid was given an essay about a time when their needs weren't respected or listened to, and her kid could not think of a single time. So she apologized for having not given them the correct formative experiences. There is good in participating and there is good in missing out. I will say for myself, because this is good advice and it is a lot of like, ah, let it go. It doesn't really matter. I just want to say, I know this feeling and it is not always as easy as like, let it go. We do a thing around the holidays often where we do, it's like a little house tour that you know, you go and walk through people's beautifully decorated houses and it's really fun and it's social and it's a fundraiser for some event that is good. And I live in a perfectly nice house that has lots of dopey flaws, like the double pane windows are permanently frosted over so it's hard to see out of them. And three of the doors come off on the hinges and one of the showers doesn't work and one of the bathrooms doesn't work. And it's a fixer upper that we have neither the money or the inclination or the time to fix up. And I will say that when I go to this. Event, this holiday, look through people's beautiful houses. I come home and I'm in a rage for like a week and I hate the double frosted windows and I hate the stupid unworking bathroom. And I'm like, why can't we have a beautiful outdoor, all windowed art studio with luscious wood floors where it just seems like I could walk in there once and write the perfect novel. And it takes about a week for that to settle in and be like, oh, "Alright, it doesn't matter and maybe I wouldn't write the greatest novel just because I had the perfect studio." And I get it though. And so it's also okay to feel these feelings sometimes because sometimes you really do. And like, I get it. I've been there. I've FOMO'd. I've whatever real estate mode, whatever the word I'm trying to say is, and sometimes you just have to take the hit. But I do have one last piece of advice and this helps me sometimes. Keep a list. So when you see things and you're like, oh, it would be so nice if the kids and I had a matching dress like this mom and her daughter. Oh, it would be so nice if we took a picture of the dog with our kids. Oh, it would be so nice if we went family camping. Oh, it would be so nice if we all were able to go to the kids' favorite pop stars concert together. When you see those things, You can have a list of things that seem fun or great to do. Keep that list. And then you can pull out the list every once in a while and say, which one of these things should we do this month, this year? And I think it can help fill in that sense of missing out, but also it allows you to put in perspective, like there's no way we're doing these 45 things. But let's pick two or three that we really want to do. And then it feels like you're taking action in relation to the FOMO stuff versus just sitting there and being like, we can never have these things. And that's kind of what I do on the house tours. Like, oh, it would be nice if the windows weren't frosted over. Oh, it would be nice if we had this beautiful hardwood, all glass art studio. It's like, okay, well, I can't do that one, but I might be able to fix the frosted window. And it just gives me a path forward and doesn't leave me in that bad feeling of like, I want all the things... Thanks to all of our Facebook commentators who helped with this one. And if you want, you can go find this thread on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Hellcast by searching the word FOMO in the group and see all the amazing answers that people gave, which were all super helpful. And always, if you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them on our Facebook group or you can send them to info at podcast.com and you might hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening.
1: Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back
2: you listen to your podcasts.